This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. As we celebrate Independence Day, we are all hopefully reminded that although our nation isn't perfect, it's still the greatest nation on the face of the earth and one always worth fighting for. This special show starts now. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie. Your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. There's a lot wrong in the world today and a lot wrong here at home. Scandals, corruption, investigations, and possibly even treason. Our leaders aren't treating America the way America and Americans deserve to be treated, and a lot of us are angry about it, rightfully so. But as frustrated as many of us are, we should keep in mind this week and every week that we are still blessed to call this country our home. We are blessed and privileged to be Americans. I love my country not because it's perfect, but because it's a work in progress built and founded on the notion that freedom above all is the bedrock of civilization. And while some spit on this nation, refuse to stand for its anthem or salute its flag, that does not and will not ever take away from what our founders have created and what our brave men and women have fought and died to protect. We are deeply divided in America today, but I still hold out hope that we are not and do not have to be as polarized as the media would have us be and believe. Regardless of our political differences, I hope we can come together and celebrate our independence, our common bond, and even our differences. Generations of Americans from all walks of life have given their last breath so that we may be free, and it's incumbent upon us to never forget that. Joining me now is a longtime friend of mine, a man who has fought hard and sacrificed a lot for his love of country, and his new book, Unbroken Bonds of Battle, tells his story of battle, of loss, and of the brave men and women he's met along the way. I now welcome author and retired U.S. Marine Staff Sergeant Joey Jones. Joey, it's always great to see you. Hey, listen, thanks for having me on. I don't know. I don't think I've done this show with you yet. So this is kind of cool to do it for the book. And uh, thanks for having me on. 
I'm so excited to talk about your book. Now, I had the pleasure of sitting on the big weekend show with you when you kind of debuted the cover. So I know a little bit more about it, and I knew a lot about it beforehand. But what makes this book different than a lot of the other books that have been written about battle, about loss, about war? Yours is a little different. Yeah, you know, there are a lot of books on the bookshelf that tell a war story. And those are important books. Many of my friends wrote those books. A lot of them are white covers with gold emblems, usually like a Navy SEAL Triton, because they have the stories to be told. For me, I didn't want to just write another war story. A lot of people say, hey, when are you going to write your story? When are you going to write a book? And I felt like a, a war story wasn't really the story I needed to tell. But it was kind of shown to me that the story that I need to tell is this story of people who have been so influential in my life, literally from high school all the way through now, that I either served with or went into the service when I did. And in coming home, everything after the battle is kind of where our stories are, how we got through it, how we um, overcame the adversity and the struggle. And for some of us, tragedy that afflicted us and hit our lives. I have the gold star widow of the guy that was standing beside me who lost his life when I lost my legs. I have my best friend, Keith, who joined, talked me into joining the Marine Corps. And then we lost our other best friend, Chris, that we grew up with together. We lost him to suicide. And so to have that kind of impact and input in other people's lives and theirs and mine, and to put that into a book that tells a lot about my story. It tells you a lot about where I'm coming from and hopefully where I'm going, uh, but does it through the lens of these 10 people was really cool. I love that you're telling other people's stories as well because you're such a gracious and selfless person. You always lift up others before yourself. That's something about you that I think is so admirable and inspiring. You have quite the story of your own, but you're always uplifting the stories of others. But I remember on the big weekend show, you told us a story of not only the people that you served with, but of their families and how you became very close to them, not always in the, the typical way, sometimes through tragedy, Tell me a little bit about that, because I think that's so important to highlight as well. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up. If you read the book, the first three chapters, uh, that section is called Band of Brothers. And in those three chapters, as a Marine I went to EOD school with, his company commander that I became friends with, and a Marine grunt or uh, infantryman named Amos Benjamin. And they were all interviewed separately. We didn't ask prompt questions other than who are those unbroken bonds in your life, and then also kind of your relationship to me. And they all brought up two names, Adam Benjamin and E.J. Pate. And what's really great about this, but also tragic, is those are two Marine EOD techs that were in that unit that were killed in action. But Adam Benjamin's younger brother, Amos Benjamin, is one of the chapters. He was a Marine infantryman. And all three chapters kind of circle around this idea that when Adam Benjamin was killed in 2009, it was that same unit that brought Amos Benjamin into their fold, and they all became his big brother. And then Amos goes and deploys in 2011, and he gets injured and becomes a wounded veteran himself. And the other two guys, Danny Ridgeway and Greg Robluski, you know, Greg being the company commander, suffered the loss of, of Marines under his command that were Danny Ridgeway's best friends and peers. And now the three of them had this bond along with myself and a few others in a group text. And honestly, if it weren't for that group text, I don't think some of those guys would be here, maybe even some of the ones I just named. But then we put this book out, and last night I get this picture, and it's Amos Benjamin with his wife and their brand-new baby boy. They're in a bookstore. He's holding up his chapter of the book, so proud. A lady's buying it, asked him to sign it, and to put something out there that's not just my book, but something that these other 10 people can celebrate. I got a note from E.J. Pate's mother, who's mentioned in all three of those chapters after he was killed in action because his brothers are memorializing him 
in their own chapters and, and to get messages from the families of those mentioned in the book, both alive and, and killed in action or passed away after the fact. Um, I couldn't be more proud of it. I really couldn't. You know, Joey, we're coming up on Independence Day, of course, and it means something a little bit different to everybody. I know it has a special meaning to you. You love your country. You served your country. But there's a lot of Americans out there right now that look at this country and they, they don't recognize it. And they love their country, but they feel like it's slipping away. They feel like it's a helpless and hopeless feeling. We're entering another election season. We've got Republicans attacking Republicans, Republicans attacking Democrats, right, left, black, white. Everything feels very divided. But what is your message to Americans that love their country, but they don't recognize it right now? Yeah, you know, when you read this book, I think it does a lot to show you those common themes that hit our lives. Uh, tragedy, you know, my dad passed away at 63 years old. I wanted to have 20 more years with him to the very least, but he passed away here at my house, kind of in my arms right after Thanksgiving. Um, I've got friends who have lost kids in car wrecks. I mean, tragedy just hits all of us anytime it wants to. It's not up to us when. And when you're sitting there and you're wanting to argue with somebody about policy, maybe put yourself in their shoes a little bit. Maybe understand that a lot of people are passionate about this stuff because of the tragedy that's hit their lives. And then flip that mirror and realize just because tragedies hit your life doesn't mean things need to change for everyone because tragedy is so unpredictable and it is such a constant that we can't always prevent it. And the main theme on this holiday that I always try to put out to people but have only recently learned to articulate is that people who celebrate 4th of July celebrate freedom. But there's actually another holiday that, that, that actually is more important. That's Independence Day. Because independence is something you fight for. Independence isn't given. Independence as a sovereign nation is something that we had to fight and shed blood for. The freedoms are those inherent things we're born with that independence paves the way for. So when we celebrate this holiday, some of us are celebrating those inherent freedoms. And that's great and fun and enjoyable. But what we have to remember is you have to fight for independence in order to have those freedoms and to exercise them. And that fight, that's bloodshed. And we can't ever forget that no matter what you think about a specific war, the, the fact we have a standing military who would challenge anyone trying to take away our independence is why those freedoms are celebrated and enacted every single day. I always love listening to you remind folks of that because you say it with such grace and with such class and it really resonates with me and I know everybody that listens to you. Your book is doing phenomenally well just as I knew it would do and I hope everybody goes out and reads it. It's one of those that's beyond special and I'm so happy that I've been able to know you for so many years at this point. I get to work with you so much on Fox. Congratulations on all your success with this book and telling the stories of others as well. I know it means the world to them. It means the world to all of us. Joey, thank you so much and have a fantastic Independence Day. Same to you. Thank you so much. God bless. And with that, a very happy Independence Day, America. We ain't perfect, but we're always better than the alternative. From Nashville, God bless and take care.